everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can become a patron... And that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Speaking of that, some friggin' holiday tonight? Where is everybody? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, that's true. That is true. Yeah. But hey, our co-producer Jeff is here, so... <laughs> uh, if, you can't, uh, if you can't join our Patreon page, I understand. Times are tough for a lot of people. Uh, you can still post on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week, uh, we're going to be continuing our profiles in sedition. And there's, I mean, the people that thought that news was going to weigh when Trump got out of office. Well, you were wrong. <laughs> uh, but first, I wanted to do a couple follow-ups. The pharmacist that we had mentioned who destroyed more than 500 vaccine doses uh, in Wisconsin. Yes. So the FBI came out with some information about him. Turns out he also is a flat earther. Yes! Uh, <laughs> he believes that the earth is flat and that the sky is not real. Oh, is it an LED projection? <laughs> no, firmament. You're talking about the firmament. It's the whole firmament argument. It's just oh, the, boy. the way they worded it. A lot of flat earthers believe that there's not a sky. It's a firmament holding back water. Yeah. Is that where rain comes from? Uh, that was where the rain floods came from ah. for Noah. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's that's God's tears because you <laughs> masturbated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, not too much of a surprise for us that he's a little bit more. Uh, yeah, fringier than we thought. Mm. Yeah, a flat Earth pharmacist. Yeah, yeah right. Would... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also wonder about things like that. I'm like, but how? <laughs> well, we we did establish he could have been perfectly sane when he was 25 and in 20 years just so, slowly slipped into madness. Oh, uh, sure. That happens. My old case of schizophrenia. Who well, knows? Apparently the people that he worked with said, yeah, we we knew that there he made arguments and we didn't really. The moment that they found the doses left out of the refrigerator, they're like, ah. It's Damn that it. guy. <laughs> Damn it, Phil, and your flatter theories. <laughs> yeah. Steve. So I got an email in my feed this week that I thought was interesting. We talked about the filibuster quite a bit last episode, and this had some information that I found very interesting. It's by David Leonard, I believe, over on uh, the New York Times. It's a, It's got a lot of interesting information in it about the filibuster, and it made some, some pretty interesting notes. Uh, the filibuster has been used by both parties, definitely. However, uh, a few things. In the 1840s, Senator Calhoun uh, used the filibuster to protect slavery, to stop slavery from being done away with. <laughs> um, the Southern Democrats were repeatedly used the filibuster to prevent black Americans from voting. This is when the Democrats were the racist party. Yeah, how did that happen? Yeah, we... Just in case you're worried, they're Republicans now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, from the 1950s through the 90s, it was used uh, a lot to block Democrats from helping labor unions. And then since then, it's been used to stop climate change bills, oil subsidy, climate uh, campaign finance, 
corporate offshoring, gun control, all sorts of different things. So the big debate is that it's used both by Democrats and Republicans. However, this guy did some research, quite a bit of research, and there is no question which party benefits more. Republicans? Uh, not even close. Republicans use it way more. Hmm. And his argument is this makes sense. You've got conservatives and progressives. Conservatives, like status quo, progressives want to make change. The filibuster is there, has been mm. put in place to keep the status quo. Sure. You can't pass new law. New law is right. usually progressive. Not always, but... Uh, there, a Senate aide a little while back, uh, Adam Gentleson, wrote a book called The Kill Switch. And yeah, the filibuster is what he's talking about, a kill switch to stop bills in their track. And I found this interesting. I didn't, didn't know this. Alexander Hamilton and James Madison both wrote defenses of simple majority rule. They were mm. both against having the filibuster. They said that what at first might seem a remedy, the uh, supermajority rule, is in reality a poison. Tedious delays, continual negotiation and intrigue, contemptible uh, compromises of the public good. Hmm. So I, I think we were split on whether or not the filibuster should remain. And I think this is a fairly decent argument that they should just look at getting away, uh, rid of it. Woo, because, rules! As we have discussed as well, there were several senators who were against it, so it's not going anywhere right now. But... Well, I mean, it, it, keeping the filibuster plays into, and I've changed my own mind in the last week, plays into the, the theory that you can actually compromise with Republicans, and that's just not the case anymore. So it is pointless. They don't compromise. So Maybe my confusion on the filibuster was, the filibuster is that you need the, the majority, or not the majority vote, you need the- Supermajority. Two, the two-thirds. Yeah. Correct. Right. Then what's the part where you sit there and just talk forever? That's filibustering. Filibuster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, you don't actually have to do that. You can, at this point, they passed some change that you can just say you're doing a filibuster and they're just like, all right, call well, it. We'll see you tomorrow. We're uh, done for the day. Yeah. Man, I feel like they should have made him talk. I feel like that that's that that helped increase the filibuster's power. Yeah, absolutely. By just saying the word filibuster aloud. Yeah. That's... Mm, definitely get rid of it now. So Even wh- more so. So why did Cruz then stand on the well of the Senate reading Green Eggs and Ham? To make a point. Uh. Political theater. Uh. Yeah, it was theater. It was nothing but theater. Because he's a piece of shit. Well, <laughs> also true. Yeah. Well, All right. I say fucking get rid of it. <laughs> Let's get some yeah, shit done. I, I think that the, the, amount of, the amount of benefit that we could see by getting rid of it would well outweigh the harm that would do mm. what right. difference does it make say the democrats get rid of it now and then say in two years the republicans take over the again bring it back because apparently nothing matters yeah. <laughs> trump's gonna do certain things biden's gonna come in and make executive orders to make them go away and recycle all the republican yeah, yeah because we're totally fucked either way <laughs> <laughs> so speaking about uh totally fucked i i want to move quickly into this Reddit versus the stock market. Hmm. Sure. The article that's on here is on Huffington Post, but it, it if you haven't heard this news, I don't know, you know, apparently Where you don't you listen been? to news. <laughs> yeah. You haven't heard, Man. but stonks are up. <laughs> <laughs> Got diamond hands. So yeah, Reddit, uh, a group on Reddit decided to boost GameStop uh, because hedge fund 
People had a put a, a bunch of short selling on it because they knew it was going to be dropping because it's people GameStop. don't go to GameStop anymore. And uh, they were probably right, however, because of a whole bunch of people on Reddit putting money in and buying shares of Games, GameStop, it, the price just soared. So they all lost tons of money, billions, billions. of dollars. Yeah. The stock is back down again today, but not down sure. as far as it right. started. Well, that's one of the big things is they were doing this over the uh, app, app called Robinhood, where you can just buy and sell stock directly without fees. And uh, yeah, Robinhood stopped them so that they... Be <laughs> See, I love this. Robinhood. <laughs> Take them to the rich, give to the, the poor. As soon as the rich start losing a, a bunch of money, no. <laughs> Sorry, we're not Robinhood anymore. We're going right. to <laughs> even this out. One of the investors of Robinhood was part of that uh, short sale thing, mm. <laughs> which might—they're not—they don't claim that that was the reason why they did it, but uh, it was it's absolutely the reason. Yeah. <laughs> it is open yeah, back you, up again today. I happen to have a uh, Robinhood account, and um, they sent an email today saying, "All right, you can buy it again. Please don't put us under." <laughs> because oh, no, they were right. Well, they, again, they, they I don't see how the, how people how these people buying GameStop fucks with Robinhood. Or any other. I mean, it's not like you, you can only buy stocks there. You can buy it on E Trade. You can buy them on all the different places. Right, but the the problem that they said that they had was that when you buy stocks, it's not actually you don't actually you know purchase them from the stock market. They still have to go through brokers, and the brokers ex expect a certain amount of trade, and they were going um, bankrupt trying to cover the costs of all of these new purchases. Because they didn't have, I don't know, it's it's convoluted, and I don't quite understand it. But they said that they had to borrow a whole bunch of money to cover all of these purchases, and it, that's why they they slowed it down. Is it, is it bullshit? Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Total bullshit. Yeah, very yeah. possible. Yeah, how hard is any, that to hit a couple keys on a fucking? Any spin now is yeah, is a spin to make anybody who made money on that guilty. Mm. Like you should feel bad. Mm -hmm. Look, we tried to short sell. GameStop by a hundred and forty percent, and then someone noticed that. Ow, that hurts! Don't don't put it back there. <laughs> Seventy point three nine billion dollars they lost, which is that well, my heart with so much warmth that day. Yeah, rich people are crying. Yeah, <laughs> therefore, I mean, I I don't know if you saw this one guy. Um, he was on CNBC. This rich hedge fund guy. Where he was like, we got to get rid of this notion that everybody's equal. Mm. <laughs> right? Well, honestly, Rich there. people are suffering, for fuck's sake. Wow. And um, then he went on and said, these people should be... Well, he didn't say rich people are suffering, but he was implying that. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> and Is he then laughing? He was, no, he was joke? mad. No, he was mad that, that, uh, that Wall Street was getting fucked on this. And he was like, why don't you spend your time fucking uh doing more productive things with your life than fucking with rich people <laughs> very mad it amazes me <laughs> like not like his fortune is based off of fucking over people who don't have money right these people don't make anything they don't produce anything they have no function in society other than to leech off of everybody else they were making bets that a company would go under that's just wrong and the very act of them doing that makes the company go under right. in a sense. Yes. Yeah, that's a, right. Yeah. Then, and then they'll have someone print some stories that say, well, I mean, even if they're totally true, they'll be like, oh, look at poor GameStop. They need to reorganize. They've got an outdated business model. This company's totally going to fail. And Push them over the they're edge. They're probably not wrong, but mm, boy, did they go about it in a greedy, wrong way. And mm. they got burned. I don't think there's 
I don't see a single thing wrong with what happened. No, Maybe no. not everybody should feel as excited as I feel <laughs> when I found out that it happened to them. But I think it was – I think all that fake excuse about brokers and brokers' fees is mm. absolute horseshit. I think that the idea that yeah, that Robinhood and all the other apps would then be like, oh, sorry, head funds are the only people that are allowed to manipulate the market. You can't buy any more of these stocks. That's bullshit. Yeah. That was – that was I again, that's like borderline criminal. How do you get away with that? Mm. Don't we have a You lie. <laughs> SEC or something like that? Don't the S doesn't the SEC do something? They do. They're supposed to. They don't. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. I guess Trump's SEC doesn't do anything. No, definitely not. But they could do something. Now um, ha- having said all this though, aren't there and I know a lot of people made a lot of money off of this. Only if um, they sold, which they didn't. If they sold, right. Well, but people did sell at certain points. Something. And, you know, my question being, are there not some people poised to lose their investment once this, like, settles down and everyone goes back to knowing that GameStop is a failing company? Yes. Sure. The people who hold on to it too long, absolutely. But, but I'm saying, right. And there has to, that has to happen because, it, yes. I mean, if everybody sells at one, like, well, I don't know what how well, that I happened. mean some some people hold on to it till the bitter end, but yes, whoever bought into it, who got lucky and got it at, you know, whatever, 19 bucks a share, 20 bucks a share, whatever it was at the beginning of the month well, before. Well, cuz I cuz I know some people who are trying to buy it at 250 a share. Ooh, I wouldn't do oh, that. that's that like, would, they're like, foolish. like like I'm just going to buy four shares, but if you bought it at 250 and you're like, "Yeah, I'm going to ride this, you know, for a little bit and see what happens." And it immediately starts dropping you, now you've lost. There's going to be some right. losers on this. Right. Yeah, 100% yes. Well, uh. to, to, as an example, today it started today at 135. It is currently at 85. Oh, wow. So it's really dropping. Yeah. Yeah. Lost 60% well, yeah, of its value today. It was a complete today. fake bubble. Yeah. Like, the, wave, the wave has crested and now it is beginning to roll back. But uh, the, the internet, I mean, the, the subreddit that is doing this are holding still. They're still pushing each other to hold onto their stocks because they think it's going to rise back up again. And it's likely, actually, because right now, I think the stock market, you know, got back into their boardrooms and went grumble, grumble, grumble. All right, what do we do? All right, so we manipulate here, we manipulate there, we do this, and we'll drop the stock below 85. Every, all those, you know, peons will panic and sell, and we'll be able to get out of our shorts. Right. And to be clear, this is the rich people in their suits and ties Doing the exact fucking thing that the Redditors aren't allowed to do. Right. That they got banned for doing. Yep. Not banned, but stopped. Yeah. Slowed down significantly. Yep. And it's the same people that um, shorted um, Tesla, too. They did not like the fact that Tesla was um, succeeding, so they shorted them, trying to push them under, and lost a ton of money because they couldn't see the potential in, uh, you know, an electric future. Wow. I, the stock market is to anybody who invested it is crazy to me. Mm. It's so like nebulous and like you know it could be and the fact that it could be manipulated. I mean, say what you will. When I go play three card poker in the fucking uh, casino, <laughs> at least you know I, at least I don't have two players conspiring against me. So the, you know? <laughs> they, they did a, they did a study, and the most successful four hundred one ks and investment accounts ever. And they looked at a whole bunch of them. The The most successful ones were people that had died or people that had forgotten they had them. The key to it is put your money in there and then walk away from it and don't look at it again until you retire. That's the only way to win. But, I mean, the concept seems very simple. Hey, 
I believe this company is going to do well. Let me buy some stock. Oh, well, again, don't ever buy individual stock unless, you know, you buy want to buy a few shares of AMC just to make a point. Um, You don't buy individual <laughs> stock. You buy, you look for, you know, a, a successful um, fund. You put your money in it and you leave it. Yeah, already too complicated. Already too complicated. Any 401k company, any any company that runs a 401k will have a standard suite of funds that you can put your money into. And you just pick but one. But I'm just saying, like, when it originally started, it was just, you're just buying shares in a company. Mm. Right. And then if the company does well, the stock will go up and you made some money. Right? Yep. Correct. And yeah. then they just started adding more weird shit to it and bundling things and- Betting against people. Yeah. And so we'll- and again, who decides how much the share is worth? How does that happen? It's based on the. It's supposed to be based on the worth of the company. So, how much money is the company going to bring in in the next, you know, over the next ten years? And that is some calculation that gives you the. And how many shares are of the company are there? So, how much profit is going to be going coming out of the company? That kind of calculation. So. GameStop then only rose just because people were buying the shares. Right. And now GameStop had m- capital? Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it only exists because people have decided – it only has value because people have decided that it has value. That's it. Right. Hell no. I'll play poker. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at AMC right now, You know the movie theaters. Currently, they're not doing very well. Eventually, they will do well again. So that – is not an unreasonable bet to make, except they're being shorted. People, not if HBO Max has anything to say about it. You, st- you can't get the big screen experience and the full surround sound and all that. I think I don't think movie theaters are going to go uh, out of vogue. Yes, you, yes, you can. <laughs> uh, it's very much, very comparable. Mm. You think movie theaters are a thing of the past? Yes. Hmm. I don't want them to be, but... Right. Neither do I. That would be terrible. Yeah. But video on demand is glorious. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when HBO made that announcement, I was like, I'm totally cool with all that. (laughs) Like, I don't have to fucking fight to get a ticket. I don't have to fight a line. I don't have to to deal with people. Yeah, I have an air popper in my kitchen. (laughs) And it charges you pennies. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Every single time a new movie came out, I'm like, man, I really want to see that on the big screen. And then we get there and I'm like, oh, freaking hate people. (laughs) (laughs) Hate being around them. I hate hearing them eat. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, but then once they put the good seats in, I was like, man, this isn't so bad anymore. Right. Well, the, the, <laughs> the revelation, I think, for me was when we were in California, they had one of those places that will bring you food and, and, and drinks to your seat. Mm. It was horrible. It was horrible. Oh. Everybody was nice, eating. Though. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, all the eating. All the Everybody's eating. eating. There are people walking in front of you the whole time, like all over the place because- mm. People bring their kids in and they'll have dinner there and yeah. nobody's quiet. It no. is people an have awful screens. Experience. People have screens up because they're ordering things and there's waiters Ugh. walking and it was just horrible. Oh, Not I wouldn't do that for like a movie I hadn't seen. Like if it was like a, a showing of an old movie like Jaws. Oh, sure. And you could sit down and have a steak dinner, that might be different, but <laughs> No, it, it was, you know, um theater seating but with little tray tables. And no, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, like back in the day, being of average height. I it was a fifty fifty shot that I'd be able to see the movie clearly. <laughs> sure, yeah. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, great, a little person sat in front of me. Sometimes I'm like, oh, Ian sat in front of me. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we have wandered away from the topic just a bit. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, fuck AMC. I mean, buy their stock. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> 
All right, uh, let's move on to our new segment. Uh, let's see how far we get. It is half past currently, so it is time for Profiles in Sedition. Profiles in Sedition. Our co-producer here generated a little intro for it, and I'll be putting that in later. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I do too. Rock on. Sounds Fox Newsy. <laughs> so this week... We're going to be talking about, so uh, we have a, I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. We need to figure out how to get the the bracket on the webpage, I think. But uh, in any case, we basically have a bracket now, and we're going to be uh, moving down the bracket a little bit. This week, we have Lauren, Lauren Bobert, who is from Colorado, I believe. She's representative from Colorado. She We've talked about her before. She owns the Shooter's Grill restaurant in Rifle, Colorado. I think being in Rifle, Colorado has gotten into her brain. Mm. Right. I feel like that's what helps me. So I'm like, ah, Colorado, you're usually so incredibly progressive. How did you manage to get a Bobert out of there? Right. <laughs> I saw an hilarious thing. I was watching a, one of my progressive news channels, and they were talking about Laura Bobert. And the one goes, she looks like what, an, what, a, what a Russian porn would think an American woman was like. <laughs> Right. And then they put up a graphic for the movie called America Bang Bang <laughs> with a whole bunch of pictures of her. So why she is on our list, uh, because she's all about the Second Amendment. Like, I think if the whole insurrection hadn't happened, that would be all that we would know about her. She owns a restaurant where their waitresses are encouraged to carry firearms, you know, that that. Whatever. She can make that argument. But because of the insurrection, her role on mm. January 5th, before the storming of the Capitol, the day before, she tweeted, remember these next 48 hours. These are some of the most important days in American history. She also tweeted out on January 6th, today is 1776. Which is code. Yeah. She's calling people to uh, to commit a re uh, insurrection for a revolution. She then was tweeting out, members who stand here today and accept the results of this concentrated, coordinated, partisan effort by Democrats where every fraudulent vote canceled out the vote of an honest American have sided with the extremist left. Uh, she then tweeted out the locations of... Uh, in the Capitol, where people were, that Pelosi was leaving the chamber at the time... She she also uh, we we will get to March Taylor Green is on the list but she's further down on the list. I was just about to say everything you're listing and still not the worst one. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> when Marjorie Taylor Green assaulted uh, David Hogg, and mm. I, there's a video of that, Bobert was all about it, and she called Hogg a child and said, "We saw how tough you were when questioned face to face." Yeah, that wasn't questioned face to face. That was a uh, harassment. But in any case. She called him a puss bag. I'm paraphrasing, like, oh, okay. like basically yeah. what she was saying. Yes. So she helped incite the violence on the 6th. I don't right. think there's any question of that. I don't know how many of the QAnon stories she was, you know, believing in or anything like that. But she definitely was part of the problem. I don't think there's any way we could say that she wasn't, right? Was like, it her okay. or Green that was giving the tours a few days prior? As I'm far sure. as I know, it was it was just I don't think that Bobert did. Hmm. What I, I can't figure out is is Bobert a true believer or just trying to sucker people? She's a true believer in the Second Amendment. That she has hung her hat on that. But again, or is that a way? Hey, 
if we opened a restaurant where people wore guns, we'd probably get a lot of dipshits coming in here. Mm-hmm. And now I'll wear a gun. She's a very pretty girl. And they'd be like, oh, you're pretty too. That helps because they don't care really what you're thinking about. Just that you look <laughs> hot with your gun. Green, on the other hand, I believe that she totally believes that shit. <laughs> Bo yeah, I'm true. like, I don't know. Like, you know, because like everyone's like, I like Donald Trump because he's a true American. He loves America. And I'm like, no, every time Donald Trump hugs a flag, he's doing it. So you think that he loves America. Right. right. He well- doesn't really love it. So I, I'm 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 on the fence with Bobert if she's a true wacko or just a true genius to make <laughs> well, some money. Definitely not a genius. I don't know but... about genius. <laughs> Ian, Ian, I don't know. What do you think? What's we, it, which we, one is? We didn't come it? up with uh, we didn't come up with an idea to have a fucking restaurant where the wait staff had guns. <laughs> <laughs> as to whether or not she's a genius, <laughs> it's a fucking money maker as far as I'm concerned. That's well, true. This week though, she is she's not going up against Green. Uh, oh, the the person man. she's going up against is uh, the zip tie guy who made national news. Uh, everybody had a picture of this guy leaping over the railing on the Senate floor uh, with, with his mother in tow. Hmm. Michael Munchell? No, sorry. Eric Munchell came to the Capitol with zip ties specifically made for uh, to be used on humans, to secure humans. Right. There uh, is he has a, a taser there uh, was a, there, on his hip. There was a story that he actually picked up the zip ties um, from like a, a police kiosk in the Capitol building, but I don't think that's any better because he saw that if that is true, he saw them and went, ooh, these will come in handy. So either way, he brought them with him. He picked them up in the Capitol building. Doesn't make a difference in my book. Sorry, I was trying to, to figure out whether whether that was true or not, because in any case, I'm going off of an article on Huffington Post about him. Apparently, he has an arsenal at home, which... Eh, People can collect guns. I don't see that as a problem. But if you collect guns and then tweet about killing a congressman and then go to Congress with your guns, that's that's where we've got a problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. His mother uh, was also captured on video with him. She apparently had – she was on video saying that uh, we can't go into the Capitol building with firearms because then mm. we will certainly go to jail. So they they had a discussion about where to – place them in a tactical bag outside before before storming the Capitol. <laughs> I think this guy is is dangerous in the idea that if he would have run in to Nancy Pelosi or somebody else he recognized, I think the day would have ended vastly different. Mm. That's what I keep, I'm keep wondering. If they actually got a hold of someone, what do you think would have happened? Depends on who they got a hold of, I think, but it would not have gone well, yeah. Well, any one of the number of people that, like, say they cornered, they cornered AOC. She was cornered by somebody. Oh, really? Yeah, she uh, she did a live tweet thing last night um, where she said that she was behind the door in her bathroom when somebody came in. It might have been one of the Capitol Police, but they didn't announce who it was. So, it, yeah, she she was not a, safe during parts of this. Okay, but I'm saying, say she's, they, you know, five of them cornered her in a hallway. Yeah. Would they have zip-tied her? Would they have killed her? I don't know. I think the more likely situation or scenario would be that that we would have had a a hostage situation. Mm. And in that case, I think something like that was what the the whole idea behind this was, that Trump would have said, this calls for, this this is an emergency Declare martial law. I send my forces in. I take over Congress. We don't certify that Biden was elected, and somehow that leads for to me continuing to be president. Legally, it wouldn't, but, but he I gives think it as that, an excuse. Yeah, I think that would have been an excuse for him to do it. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, 
assume, assuming what that they so they have a hostage situation. He declares martial law. What then? The army moves in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have Biden detained, and then no, no, no. You but, go from there. but but you're saying if they have a hostage situation, oh, Trump's not bringing in the army to stop the hostage situation. No, it's just an excuse to bring in a military force. Yeah. Just to take know. over the capital, stop the the certification. Isn't it more likely that, that just more cops would show up and just negotiate and try and stop everything that was going on? For sure. I guess I, I think what, what I don't think we're wrong in what we're explaining, but you are right in being skeptical. Ray and I are overthinking this. Oh, okay. Like at some like the reason Donald Trump didn't have a coup was he couldn't make it look legit enough. <laughs> Is that what we're saying? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's exactly what I'm saying. I don't think that would have ever... It's never slowed him down from anything. No, he's incompetent. He doesn't try to mask his crimes. He's just like, I got a general, whatever. I'm doing this. Yeah, I heard Michael Flynn was going to knock out one of his lawyers yeah. in the White House just recently. Yeah. I, I, I don't think you... Yeah, I forget what the phrase is, but yeah, incompetence would, is the, the winner in, in in most cases with Trump. There that's was no true. grand scheme here. Uh, for um, so Munchels lost his job back in two in twenty twenty. He was an employee at Kid Rock's bar in downtown Nashville and was fired from there for un- wow. yeah <laughs> for unknown wow. reasons. <laughs> Kid Rock fired you. Yeah, yeah. If you're too extreme, if you're too extreme, right for Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to end up in the Capitol with a handful of zip ties and a taser. <laughs> and your mom in tow. <laughs> That's the crazy part. I'm thinking, my mom said to me a year ago, she, which was which shocked me, because my, me and my mom don't really do anything together except maybe go out once to eat, out to eat once a month together, even though she sees me every day. She insists on doing this. Mm. She goes, this guy drags his mom to the Capitol to storm the Capitol, get arrested. And my mom goes, hey, do you want to go down to Florida and go to that Star Wars land with me? <laughs> I was like, not really, mom. That feels weird, but. You buy But I do. <laughs> What's yes, that? Are you buying? But I do. <laughs> I desperately do. Yeah. <laughs> so Dustin is talking in uh, Discord a little bit about what this guy was using. I don't know where the zip tie came from. I can't. I can't find that information for certain but you can get those types of zip ties that he's carrying oh, off yeah. of websites online yes um any military website also the fatigues he's using i don't think that they were that regulated i just think that they were they were wearing you know army navy surplus store whatever he could get a hold of he and his mom have have what appeared to kind of be like flak jackets on oh yeah his neighbor said that he would um, wear his flak jacket when he walked his dog outside that seems a bit excessive. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, was is he ex-military? Not ex-military? I don't believe so. No. Mm. Yeah. So play in it. He just play, He just plays airsoft on Sundays with his friends. <laughs> yeah, right. got yep. it. He came second place in a paintball championship in his county. Right. <laughs> so the question is, who was more of a seditionist? Who is the winner this week, Lauren Bobert? Or uh, the zip tie guy. Hmm. Oh, so, uh, okay. Well, I'll start. <laughs> it's this. It's definitely Lauren, Lauren Bobert. Again, not only is she higher ranking in this chain, not only is she the one that said, <laughs> "Hey, I know a guy who's too sketchy for Kid Rock. I bet he'll raid the Capitol for me." <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, again, and then to go as far as you know, giving these people tours and like tweeting at keeping like 
you know, live updates on social media so that they know the movement of, uh, you know, Nancy, yeah. her fellow Congress people mm-hmm. inside the building to be inside the building and be like, here's what's going on in here, just in case you break in. That's that's I mean, she's a bad person, but I feel like she's taken it to a level of almost monstrous with this. This this poor schmo, mm-hmm. he got undone by his ex-wife. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, has wait. anybody seen this guy? And she's like, yeah, I married him. <laughs> Here's yeah, where I don't he lives. feel like this guy. I don't feel that he organized anything. Just that he was part of it. But she is. Uh, she's oh a, boy, is she she's complicit in so much. Yeah, she's right. a she's oh, a leader yeah. in this. He's a follower. Yes, she is. A, she is leading the charge. Yeah. She's not only complicit, but she is leading the charge. Like I think he's he's notable mm. because you know he didn't show up with you know a, a sign and a Gatorade. He showed up mm. ready to act if he had the chance. Right. So he was he was head and shoulders above the seat filling goons, but I don't think he was anywhere near Bobert's level. I'm curious what his defense is, though. Uh, I, I, I was just hanging around, and the zip times were for something else or whatever bullshit thing they're coming up with. I'm pretty I, sure he was one of the guys who said uh, when he asked why you were doing this, he said because my president said I should. Mm. Ooh, he was one of those. Yeah, I th- okay. I think he was one of them. I'm pretty sure. Because most of the ones I hear, they all have weird excuses other than the actual reason why they were there. Like, none of them seem to be standing up for their actual morals that they claim and are just like, I just got swept up and just happened to walk out with a podium. I mean, you know, <laughs> it happens. Well, who <laughs> knows once they get lawyered up what their story changes to. But right. I mean, Q Shaman at this point is said he will testify in Congress against Trump lawyers, lawyers saying that anyway, and that you know, he was misled <laughs> and he was disappointed that he didn't get a pardon. So, <laughs> oh. yeah. so if he got the pardon, he would <laughs> a piece of shit. So if I hear correctly, uh, Jeff, you can go ahead and advance Lauren Boebert on that uh, bracket. I did want to mention um, an article on Huffington Post about how the NRA also helped by propagating the role of insurrection uh, in regard to the Second Amendment, saying that, you know, if the Democrats get in charge, they're going to come and take your guns away, which does nothing but encourage people to buy more guns, which, which is, is where the NRA gets their money. Yeah. Didn't they run out of money? Yes, they, they did. They, I think they filed bankruptcy, didn't they? Yep. Yeah, and they filed moved. bankruptcy and moved to Texas. Yeah. But I I totally think that the NRA helped in this situation. They didn't. Well, they certainly help. didn't help. <laughs> yeah. They help, helped themselves. It depends on which perspective you're going at as to whether, whether or not they helped. True. They're like, ooh, let's get a little piece of this pie. <laughs> Also, the the, cher- the cherry on top for Bober, too, is that she harassed a kid who was in a school shooting online who's trying to stop school shootings right 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 like, so she decided to do on, she, she wanted to online bully a kid who was in a mass school shooting be best uh, <laughs> these yeah. people yeah oh there's really no no bridge too far is there anymore no, no. hell no hell no Jeez Louise. So uh, I want to hit the the next two real quick. I think we can do two this week because this isn't going to take very long. Uh, the second grouping I'm going to, the first person is uh, Christopher Miller. If you don't know who Christopher Miller is, he was the defense defense secretary, secretary put in place by Trump in charge of uh, the National Guard. He put out a memo 
that uh, so they had acknowledged that by January 4th, they had an understanding that January 6th event was going to take place. Militia groups were involved. White supremacist organizations would be attending. They knew the people would be bringing firearms and other weapons to the event. There was a strong potential for, for violence. So when he issued a memo that said the National Guard was not to be issued weapons, ammunition, bayonets, batons, ballistic protection equipment such as helmets or body armor. Uh, they were not to physically interact with protesters except when necessary in self-defense. They were not to employ any riot control agents. They were not to equip the law enforcement agencies. And they were not allowed from them. to to use intelligence, surveillance, or reconnaissance to combat the protesters. So he put out a memo specifically restricting the National Guard from interfering with any of the protesters on the 6th of January. And made them and did vulnerable. He, did he give a reason for any of these things? I don't think it has anything. It just has memorandum responds to uh, regarding the District of Columbia support and response to the planned... Uh, demonstrations. It just it just lists out. Here's what you are not allowed to do without my uh, subsequent personal authorization. Right, because I had heard something about how it looked bad when the Black Lives Matter people showed up. That there was armed troops out there. That they did, they wanted to avoid that. Was that was the reason they were giving? Now, I mean, clearly, I know the reason was because they were white. Yeah. But <laughs> but you think that the, he did this solely so they could get into the Capitol or? Like, he just was like, no, we're not going to fuck with these people. Also, there's no, they're not, they don't actually plan on going inside. <laughs> well, and then they went inside and like, oh, shit, they are going inside. Yeah, the, F no, the FBI specifically pointed out that these people were going, were going there to cause an incident. There was an FBI sheet that said, this is what's going to happen. Pretty much what happened. And he then put out this memo saying the National Guard isn't going to be armed or equipped to deal with it on purpose. Is it part like, of a, you know, another piece of the puzzle of the insurrection attempt? Maybe. Exactly. Well, he was part of it. Mm -hmm. And then, it, I mean, all right. So, Barr resigns. Because he refused to do this, probably. Yes. And Trump said, hey, Rando, I will give you a very cherry <laughs> attorney general job. Uh, if you have any questions on what to do, wink, wink, I will tell you exactly what to do. This guy said, I can do that. I am okay with that. Whatever you tell me to do in the position you appoint me to, I will make sure it gets done. And that was the end of his role. Yeah. And was it as simple as those are my people? You cannot attack them. You cannot. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you cannot. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. You're talking about attorney generals. I thought this guy is a defense secretary. No, no, no. Oh, I thought he was, oh, the, I thought he was the guy who replaced Barr. Who is this guy? Oh, no, he's, no, you're right. He's the secretary of defense. Oh my goodness! I thought this was the the super shady guy who replaced Barr. This is the this well, yes, that's, that's, that's why I was getting physical. Like, as far as I know, the the attorney general doesn't control the national guard. Yeah. No. No. Wow. Um. Nope. I have no idea who this guy is. He's the secretary of defense. So he was uh, the acting secretary yeah, sure. of defense, working <laughs> in the Pentagon 11 for this administration. Yeah, around there. So, so this guy makes this decision, and then I guess is the only person who can question this move is Trump. I mean, it depends on what you mean by question. I think the Joint like Chiefs or the head of the National Guard could question it. But what are they going to do? They're going to go to Trump and say, this isn't right. And I'm pretty sure it came from Trump. So Right. That's that's what I'm wondering. It's like, who who's above this? Well, obviously, Trump's above everybody. But I'm just wondering, like, you know, like he, he puts this out and then everyone's like, Whoa, okay. 
All right. The Secretary of Defense's position of command and authority over the military is second only to that of the president. Right. I was just saying whether or not yeah. people can question. Right. The, well, the uh, Joint Chiefs could could question. Right. Sure. The, but they cannot override him. The only person that can correct. override him is the president. Yeesh. So in any case, we're talking about this guy. Who's he up against in the bracket? Uh, in semi-randomness, uh, he is up against one Donald Trump. <laughs> oh. uh. I he can't lost. believe Trump didn't get a bye to the second round. Yeah. <laughs> well, I added a few people in, which I think was the problem. So okay. nobody nobody really got a bye. So You were correct. It is super fast. <laughs> yeah. Trump. This guy yeah. This guy is the guy it's like Trump versus Trump. Trump versus a puppet that Trump is speaking through. Exactly. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Done. Yeah, I mean I'm not going to blame the jalapeno on a stick because that guy behind him is really unfunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this guy I like will, that analogy. So Christopher Miller was the Secretary of Defense from November 9th to January 20th. <laughs> what a run. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah 72 days. Legendary. <laughs> you still beat the mooch, though. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor mooch. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're moving uh, moving Trump on, obviously. So yeah. one other person I want to mention did not make the uh, bracket. Uh, Trump supporter who had pipe bombs. Not the pipe bombs at D.C., I don't believe. But this guy happens to be named Ian as well. Ian Rogers. Oh, um, man. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> auto repair shop owner. He was uh, arrested by the FBI, according to the affidavit. He uh, he claimed that the pipe bombs were for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> uh, wow! However, he, he did have things that identified him as a three percenter, um, which is a kind of a nationalist kind of group. He also put out on Twitter, Twitter that uh, uh, he was going to attack Twitter and Democrats, uh, burn them down, uh, burn their shit down. Uh, he said, I hope 45 goes to war. If he doesn't, I will. M many different things about uh, attacking either Twitter for banning Trump or starting a war. And, yeah, had pipe bombs. Um, <laughs> I'm going to burn down the Dems for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the violent party. Yeah, oh, we're mm -hmm. radical left. Mm -hmm. That's the party of family values. His hair is his hair wigs me out. I don't, I don't, what? <laughs> kind of yellowish, greenish. Yeah. Was he hiding? <laughs> He's ready for Flavortown. <laughs> nice, Joe. Uh, that was good. <laughs> I also did want to mention there's an article in the New York Times from uh, Thomas Edsall talking about uh, the idea that the insurrection on the 6th was as Christian nationalist as it gets. Sure. In it, I just, there's a, Quote I wanted to read, as members of the Christian right have become angrier and more adversarial, some to the point of violence, their decline from dominant to marginal status has bred a resentment that is serving to spur the very secularization process that so infuriates them. Mm. It's just, there's no question in my mind that Christian nationalism was a key component in the, it's like, it's like Islam was a key component in converting someone to being a suicide bomber or a terrorist. Christian sure. nationalism is one of the catalysts that causes this to happen. Well, it causes you not to think, just to do and to listen and to behave and have faith and think that what you're doing is for a greater cause. Yeah, it all ties together. God wants me to protest gay marriages and funerals, right? 
<laughs> right. God call them fags. <laughs> God wants this to be a Christian nation. He wants it to be white, and he wants it to be Christian, and he wants women to not work, and no more abortions, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God spends a lot of time thinking about America. Mm-hmm. A lot of time. A lot of countries out there, but he's really focused on this one for some reason. <laughs> Those other ones are just shithole countries. Maybe. What's that? Those other ones are shithole countries. Mm. That's true. <laughs> so maybe the Mormons were right. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear a uh, a new conspiracy theory today. Mm. I didn't record where I pulled it from, but there was a study done. The person spent two weeks in the QAnon chat room trying to uh, keep track of everything that was being talked about. And one of the more recent ones was that Biden has reduced the age of consent nationwide to eight, eight years old. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) So this feeds into the, you know, Democrats, pedophile, Satanist, you know. It's so easily disproved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, I say go try and test that theory out. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> let me, Jeff, Jeff posted, let me check that. Let me fact check that for you. And uh, nope. yeah, the answer is no. <laughs> oh, you put up Snopes? Well, everybody knows that Warren Buffett owns Snopes and gives them money. It's, a, it's left-leaning. So <laughs> I find it amusing, though, that Snopes put out an article a while back saying, look, we can't fact check it all. It's mm. all so too much. We can't fact. And yet they were able to put together an article about Biden dropping the age of consent. <laughs> uh, oh, God. They even have a CNN politics. Jesus. It's amazing. I I don't. I mean, there were there were people there on January 6th that were, they were putting up gallows. It wasn't for. You know, decoration. They were waiting for people to be pulled out and executed. Entertainment purposes only. Yeah, entertainment Karen, purposes only. You've clearly never been to a party at my house because when Ian comes down, the first thing we do is put, put the, the joke gallows. gallows up in my yard because it's such Yackety a fucking good time. We all take a turn on the noose and pretend to pull the lever. Absolutely. We we put one of those big old secular crosses on the lawn. <laughs> Light it on fire for warmth. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Then we have the pipe bomb hunt. Where we all go <laughs> run around my yard looking for pipe bombs. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, until a pie springs out and hits you in the face. Yep. It's awesome. And then someone gets zip tied in the middle of the night and they have to get out. <laughs> there aren't enough prison cells in this country to house these people. What the hell are we going to do with them all? <laughs> I'm sure we yeah. can find enough private corporations to put them in jail cells. <sighs> That's true. Even There's people who can make money off that. Even the ones that don't commit crimes, but think these things still, that were standing there waiting for it to happen, and just spectating, and hoping that it happened. Oh my god. That's the really fucked up part, though. Yeah. Is not the 10,000 or so people that were there, it's the other people who... Live-streamed it. <laughs> not just live stream. I'm talking about people who weren't even there. Oh no, the, we're watching their live streams, waiting for it to happen. Right, and listening to them, because I've been spending a lot of time with people like this, who just were like... Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. Mm. What I'm really mad about is that Donald they took Donald Trump off Twitter. That's wrong. That's the real injustice going on in America right now. And I'm like, really? <sighs> so <Word? crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest problem? So on all of these videos with the people doing the insurrection, the one thing that I, I heard several different people say was, what else can we do? And I understand that mindset if you believe all the, the horseshit that you've been fed for months, years on end. 
maybe you think, you know, you can't turn to the Supreme Court, you can't turn to the, the federal courts, you can't, like, everybody's ruling against you, so what else are we going to do? Um, I have an idea. Maybe you should vote. Mm. So there's an article in the Huffington Post, and it was covered on CNN, about the fact that a lot of the people who stormed the Capitol in hopes of overturning the election didn't vote in said election. <laughs> I absolutely believe that. Apparently they thought it was, you know, it was all rigged and it didn't matter. So they stayed home and then expected their guy to win. Mm. <laughs> Again, these are people who don't really give a shit about policy or what's going on. It's all fun and games to them. And sadly enough, I think for a lot of them, it's the Republicans have made it too difficult for them. What, to vote? Yeah. Holy smokes, have they ever. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, the, the top 5% of your, of your high school class here. These are the ones that have the most trouble getting through the paperwork. And even in the most liberal states, there's a little bit of paperwork. You have to have an ID that's up to date oftentimes for the first one or be able to prove that you, you know, you are a resident of the state. Really, all that you know, takes is an electric bill. Like, I, <laughs> I yeah, understand but, what you're saying, but it's very little. Like, it's it is, really but, not that much to register to vote. It, it, it isn't. But if you are an, an idiot, that's a high bar. <laughs> and a lot of them But you want to know the real, the real sad part about this is. That if these stupid mouth breathers actually got what they wanted, right? Donald Trump in power. Donald Trump has total authority. All the people that they want. All the liberals are shut down. All the Twitters are gone. Every every piece of information that actually puts out truth is gone. The first people this new world government's going to stamp out hmm. are them. Yeah. They're going to go in there and they're going to fucking take every one of your fucking weapons and make sure you don't do anything. If you think for one fucking second that Donald Trump is actually comfortable or uh, Mitch McConnell or Ted Cruz or any other of these people comfortable with the fact that you have this many weapons, you're fucking nuts. Yeah. All right? Because they wouldn't spend five minutes in your town. They're not going to go to your house. They don't want to go into a bar where you're sitting there with a fucking loaded handgun. Trust me. You people will be wiped out first. The four of us? Maybe Ray. I don't know. He's got some guns. So maybe, <laughs> maybe him. But... Me and Ian? Sorry, Karen, you live with Ray. <laughs> They're not coming for us. We're not out there protesting and ranting and raving and waving weapons and hoping people break into our house so we can shoot them. Mm. That's you people. You will be the first to go. <laughs> not the Jews, not the blacks, not the gays. You morons. Mm. The uncontrollable ones, yeah. Yeah, so why don't they all just move to fucking North Korea? <laughs> go live, go try it out. Get a, get a little taste of what you actually want. Mm. You won't like it. Promise. Fucking idiots. Fuck it. How do you not think that shit through? <laughs> who the fuck? Who? Who? What mouth breather living down in fucking Georgia, you know, in a swamp, fucking whittling away and shooting fucking gators, think that Donald Trump is a is the same ilk as him? The the guy that goes, yeah, I'd, I'd drink a beer with Trump. He will not drink a beer with you. Donald Trump, my top guy. Yeah. He, he talks the truth. The guy shat on a fucking golden toilet. <laughs> All right? Let's put that in perspective. Yeah, yeah. not All metaphor. Right? Like an actual golden yeah. toilet. Yeah. When you go to your fucking outhouse and you can't pay your electricity bill and you're worried that fucking black people are coming for your guns or whatever the fuck or white people are being marginalized, he doesn't give a shit about you. Nope. The $81 million they collected after uh, the election proves that. He didn't use any of it for anything that it benefited anybody except himself. Correct. Not a not a penny. It was amazing. Yeah. I don't know what he did in four years for anybody that they can point to and say, well, Donald Trump did this. Well, he lowered taxes. 
for, for rich people. Yeah, but that's not what they say. They say, well, they, he lowered taxes. He didn't lower your taxes. <laughs> he just lowered rich people's taxes. Well, they, I do see a lot of people point the economy. And again, I'm always like, what do you, but what did he do? Again, it's stock manipulation. We covered that at the beginning of the show. None of yeah, it's real. They, if you if you look at what he did for the economy, it was all about the stock market. Yep. The the unemployment numbers were getting better, but they weren't getting any better than they were under Obama. He, he did nothing to improve the unemployment numbers. Like, you can't point to me one executive order or past law that he came up with that helped the economy, the unemployment numbers. And the GDP, he has one of the worst GDPs of any president term ever. Um, if you go back, I just saw a thing. If you went back to like Truman, Eisenhower, and counted all the presidents up through, he has the worst GDP growth of any of them. Mm. I think the top four were Democrats and Reagan was number five. So, yeah, the economy is just – that's just a hoax. It's not something it, – it's something that, the again, the base buys. Yeah. Right. So that, So that's not one of them. So what else could you point to? That he helped, that he benefited people. That people are doing great because of what Donald Trump did. Now, I know there's a lot of fucking bullshit ones out there that, oh, (coughs) he stopped child sex trafficking in 32, really? What? Uh, (laughs) Did he? I don't know. I hear those charts and shit like that all the time. Uh, Embassy to Jerusalem. Uh. Yeah, that did wonders for my life. Yeah. You're Jewish and you don't even appreciate it. Jeez. Yeah. You know how much, you know how much uh, milk I bought when that happened? Lower the gas prices went down. I mean, what yeah. are they talking about? It's the coming of the end times. Christians are all about that. Weirdly, Donald Trump is laughing at you. He goes into his room and he laughs at how fucking dumb you are. Uh, I think it's even worse than that. He does not think about you at all. Doesn't laugh at you. Doesn't sneer at you. Doesn't even think about you. You are unimportant except for the dollars that you give him. All right, then if he's not laughing, I know the kids are laughing. Oh yeah, kids are laughing. <laughs> Like, do you think that all three of them look at you and go, can you believe the shit these people buy? $81 that we million. Woo! Gonna save the company. <laughs> Before this, I was taking trips and killing giraffes and rhinos. <laughs> I had that kind of money, and they think I'm a fucking down to earth dude? A good old boy? Donald Trump Jr.? <laughs> well, they go hunting, no so they shit. know what that's like. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, while we're on Trump, I'm gonna move over onto politics because on Saturday. Trump's legal team to defend him in the Senate against the impeachment charges. They all quit. I, awesome. I got nothing on that. However, unpatriotic. <laughs> well, you know, they, get, tell the reason why they quit. Well, because he wanted them to to continue with his fraud scheme. The the idea that his he won the election and it was cho- stolen from him. There was that. Which really, and there's also that another reason. My mind. There's another reason too, and that is that um they. Originally told him that it was going to cost two hundred fifty thousand dollars to to defend him, which was just the one lawyer that was talking to him at the time. They gave him a bill for three million dollars, and he flipped his lid. So it was again about oh, money. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Now the part with the with the election fraud it really doesn't make any sense to me, though, as far as part of your defense team for being removed as president. Like you're being impeached because of what you did at the rally and what happened at the Capitol, right? You're being right. impeached because of that thing that you want to bring up in the trial. <laughs> well, right. So your so your defense is well, the election was fraudulent. So what I did was even if the election is fraudulent, what he did doesn't is still against the law. Right. right? So it's an they invalid not argument. Explain that. Yeah. yeah. Did anybody go? That doesn't make any sense. 
we're really trying to distance you away from this. <laughs> well, they fired their actual paperwork today or the end of the day yesterday and spelled the United States wrong. That's a good start. Well, nice. but this is the, the new lawyers that did Yes, it's the new lawyers. Yes, true. So let's talk about the new lawyers real quick because he replaced- The fucking B squad. <laughs> <laughs> he, re- he got two new lawyers, David Schoen, who uh, had approached Jeffrey Epstein to get onto his defense team <laughs> right before Epstein died. Um, <laughs> Now, he did also, uh, he (laughs) made headlines insisting that uh, Epstein was murdered, which, Mm. yeah, I don't even want to get into that. (laughs) So he, but yeah, he wanted to join Epstein's defense team. And this is after Epstein had been convicted. So Wow, that's crazy. Mm. What kind of special scumbag are you? (laughs) The one that That wants the attention. (laughs) You're like, I'm going to get on, I'm going to be known for this. (laughs) Like. And then you've got uh, you've got Bruce Castor, who is uh, the second one that uh, is on the defense team for Trump. Now he was a prosecutor in Philadelphia who refused to prosecute Bill Cosby in two thousand four, two thousand five, whenever that came to be. He didn't want to uh, prosecute Bill Cosby, American Dad. He's just like, no, I'm not. I'm not. Two thousand five. I'm not going to do that. I don't think it's a winning proposition. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, That's if you're picking lawyers, I, I guess uh, <laughs> if you want famous lawyers, these guys fit the bill. So there you go. Yeah, and they are arguing uh, two things, the unconstitutionality of impeaching a president who is no longer in office and um, the claims of fraud in the election and spelled United States Ooh, wrong. They had, to, they had to do both. Yep, they did both. Wow. Well, wait a minute. Wasn't he impeached while he was in office? Yes, he was. Yes. Okay. Well, that's out the door. Yeah. We still got to go through with that removal. Yeah. <laughs> There's no getting around it. Motherfucker was impeached twice. Yep. I just don't see. I, don't I, I mean, the only way that that it's not going to go to shit for Trump is because we have so many Republicans who are just still in his pocket. And I don't know why. I don't know why they would be. Oh, I do. You want the answer? Sure. I'm ready. Sure. The answer is very simple, is they don't want him creating a third party. Well, mm-hmm. but if they, they were to they, if they were to vote to impeach him, he could not serve a, as any position in the federal government. Right, but then he runs a third party and he picks a candidate for his third party who's not him. Could be Don Jr. picks up could be picks up that thirty percent of all Republican voters and could be Michael Flynn. Could be <laughs> anybody because there are some Republican voters who don't like him and will stick with them. Therefore, they're going to be split. They have to do this. This is unbelievable. They have to go there. I mean, look at what Kevin McCarthy did, the minority leader in the House. He legitimately came out and said, the president is to blame for this. And then two days later was like, I'm off to Mar-a-Lago to kiss the ring and got a picture. And everyone's like, okay, he's back on board. That's what they're scared of. It's that, And that is it. But the thing is, though, if they don't convict him, he's going to run again in 2024 and going to lose no, again. Not. No, he is not. <laughs> telling you. I'll make this bet right now. Mm. He doesn't want that job. Well, true. It's actual work. So Yeah, he wants the money and the power, and he'll have a lot of power. I don't Why? know how he- But I think he'll, he'll have that regardless of whether he's impeached or not, though. Right. But if, he's, but if they convicted. vote against him, mm. if they're all on board, he has no reason to create his patriotic- Patriot Party or whatever it is. Do you think they're going to hold- Why would you create a hypothetical third party when you already have seized full control over one of the two dominant parties? But people in your party are voting against you to be removed as- or 
Maybe he's just that incompetent and doesn't recognize he has the Republicans under appeal so much. Right. I'm sure he recognizes that. Again, I I guess I don't think the Patriot – when I – the Patriot Party, I don't view them as as a a legitimate separate third party. Mm. They will just take over their – Tea Party 2.0. Yeah. Well, Tea Party times 100 Mm. 2.0. You know, when you see a Patriot Party member on the ballot, he's going to be listed as Republican. Mm. He's not going to be listed as a third Patriot Party that will cause some kind of three-party shakeup. They'll just – everybody will be Marjorie Taylor Greene and she'll be the calm one. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, That's any, where the Patriot Party is going. Right, and anybody that does vote against Trump will be primaried. Right. What, all, all ten of those guys? Done. Big deal. Wait, I'm confused what you're saying. You're saying – what are you saying? I'm saying that I don't think – that when the idea of Trump creating a Patriot Party that is a full independent third party, I don't think is is a, is a threat or it's not likely even viable. Yeah. You're cra- you're crazy to think that this isn't like a fucking Libertarian Party or a Green Party. He legitimately could suck ninety percent of the voters away from them. Yeah, but Why it could work. Move them, they're already there. Right. They're already. But, but Trump requires total loyalty. Upon anything else, right? So, so, and he doesn't understand subtlety. No. So, if if Kevin McCarthy's like, "Look, man, I just had to say that. All right, we're on board with you or whatever." He's like, "No, you've got to fucking back me. And if you don't, fuck you. You're out. I'll fuck you, and I'll fucking take everything with me. I'll take my ball and I'll go home." Right. I I guess I feel like he's doing that successfully now. Uh, yeah. Why does it change? What do you mean? Um. Well, like good. He tried. He, he all right. So he he effectively has seized control of the Republican Party, right? Almost fully, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Right. Even now, the people who are willing to break away from him are zero senators and ten members of the House. That's that's whatever. That I feel like that 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 is those those people. I appreciate their gesture, but it's a throwaway gesture. Mm-hmm. So why would he? try to create a third separate party that will have smaller numbers than the party he already has control of. It won't. It'll have bigger numbers. That's what I think. Where will they come from? 90% of Republicans that are registered Republican voters now are all on board for Donald Trump. Correct. Right. Absolutely. So if Donald Trump goes, well, you know what? That 10% and the people in office who don't support me, fuck them. I'm starting my own party. Everybody come with me. They'll go. Yeah, but he doesn't need to, though. Why not just take the reins, keep the reins of the Republican Party that he already right. has and, and purge these the 10%? Because people... Just, well, just purge them. try. That's tougher. 10% is easier to purge than 90, than to trying to Let carry me. 90 over to a new party. What, what, do you, what do you think sounds more fun to Donald Trump? <laughs> I'm, I'm Re- serious. Retribution. It's all that matters. Retribution and create... I created this party. No one else did. Now uh. I go down in history as this... It's the best party. It's the biggest party ever. It's the only third party. It's you know whatever the fuck it is. No, he can, he can, but he can claim he saved the Republican Party. He can, you know, yeah. he brought it into the new century and made it great again. If that's the case, why are they all going down there and kissing his ass? Because they don't want to be primaried. Yeah, we'll see. Because they're scared <laughs> of the ninety percent of the party that you just said he controls. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> so, but I, no, I'm. You said Donald Trump. Ninety percent of the Republicans are on board with Donald Trump, all like all on board, mm-hmm. like all the way there. And then your next question is, why would they kiss Donald Trump's ass? Mm. Yeah, what? 
Are you well, fucking with me? <laughs> no, I'm not fucking with you. L- listen, all right. As of right now, Trump is like censured for the most part. I I understand what you're saying, and now I'm having a hard time getting my point out. <laughs> okay, because I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> I'm flummoxed. Though. Yeah, I know you're flummoxed, and I know you're, you're huffing and puffing. Just give me a second to get my thoughts okay. together. All right. So you're so if that's the case, why would Kevin McCarthy or anybody go down that path? The people who were on Trump on board with him denounce him, and then suddenly not denounce him because they're actually appalled by him, but they can't. Keep it can't sustain it because they'll get primaried. Inact- I don't think, but but that but okay, I guess you're right. But on the, on that same token, it's like if you think that Trump is going to go out there and stump for people during primaries no. or a, even that, and we, I mean, yes, a few crazies got through. We know that, but look what happened in Georgia. I mean, mm. right. And what I'm saying is, you have two parties. That control all of American politics, mm. Democrats and Republicans. And why would you create a third party if you can just fully take control of one of those two, which he clearly has demonstrated that he can? No, but he can't. I understand what you're saying. Like, he can go out there and be and and do the primary ship, but he's out of power. And there's certain people like Mitch McConnell who, who won't really, when it doesn't benefit them, won't capitulate to him. And I think that irritates the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. Well, he he will target those people and make sure that they don't have they don't get elected again. He will go and and support some candidate against Mitch McConnell. That's pretty much a done deal at this point. Yeah, but point, what I you're think. talking about is Trump playing the game. I think he's wanting to create his own game. He wants to just have total control, and the quick way to do that is to create a party and suck away mm-hmm. all those people. He's more, and he's, he's probably super pissed that not everybody got on board. And I he's understand more, your your argument, Ian, but I think that uh, mm-hmm. you're making a logical argument, and I mm-hmm. don't know that this man has been much in the way of making our logical dis- decisions his life. Like, I mean, I think we've boiled down Donald Trump into the things that are important to him. They are money and vengeance. So, what gives him? immediate vengeance. And that is getting Mitch McConnell primaried. That's a simple thing for him to do. He doesn't have to work at that at all. All he needs to do is go to, where the heck's he from? Oklahoma? Kentucky. 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 Thank you. All he needs to do is go to Kentucky in a couple of years and stump for the who's opponent and the Republican ticket and vengeance had. That's easy. He can do that. Simple. He doesn't have to create a new party for that. You think in six years Donald Trump is going to even give a fuck what Mitch McConnell's doing? Oh, yeah. Vengeance is cold. I guess my other concern about that would be that we 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 just emerged from a scenario where Donald Trump had complete control of the Republican Party. All of the voters, the the voters, the voters. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. He had, you know, 90 percent of the Patriot Party crazies and 10 percent of the I remember when it was something different to be a Republican, but (laughs) I'm not going to change. You know, I'm too old to make that shift. That's correct. So he had all that and he lost. To think that he would then take 10% of that losing amount, give it to the Democrats, come at him with an even smaller number and be like, I'm winning this time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that seems just like a an exercise in futility. Not again. I I realize you're correct. That would not stop him. Mm. But <laughs> he also doesn't. He also thinks more people voted for him. Uh, well, ego, I don't think he, we're we're going to solve it uh, here. Tonight, I don't. So I agree. I'm yeah. going to uh, 
I, I but I didn't want to stop the discussion. I thought it was good. Um, but I am going to hit a few of these other things in politics because I thought they would. Uh, yeah, they're interesting enough to mention. Um, several judges are stepping down now, um, and a couple of them have specifically said, "Phew, all right, Biden's in office. Uh, I'm retiring." <laughs> uh, they weren't going to retire if Trump were still in office, but now that Biden is, they're like, "Yeah, put somebody younger in here. I'm I'm taking my role as a senior seriously now." And uh, you can you can talk to me on my fishing boat. Nice. <laughs> uh, so I I don't think it was you know openly discussed with Biden that uh, this was the plan, but uh, not too surprising that some of the more left leaning judges are like, all right, it's safe now. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad you weren't like those other people when he was in office and you're like, I can't take this shit anymore. I'm leaving. This is crazy town. Right. And then Trump's like, oh, you think it's crazy town now? Wait till you see who I replace you with. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I think we, I have to mention all the shit that's going on in Russia right now. Yeah. The opposition leader, Navalny, has been arrested after being, he was poisoned, he recovered, and then went back to Russia knowing that he was yeah. going to be thrown in jail. <laughs> Insane. So, from his prison cell, has been calling for more demonstrations. Unfortunately, uh, they've been cracking down on demonstrations, and thousands, hundreds of thousands of people went into the street, and tens of thousands were arrested. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you should lie down and let Putin have his way, because that's that would not be good. But no. man, there being uh, a lot of a lot of harsh punishment being brought down on uh, Putin's political adversaries. So the one guy I did want to mention, though, Vladimir Karamurza. I never heard of this guy before, but he writes against Putin regularly and somehow familiar. Uh, he was poisoned, <laughs> uh, survived, oh, good. and then was poisoned and nearly killed again. Wow. And then continues to write against Putin. That's so, some dedication. Hats off yeah. for this guy. Yeah, I fully agree. That's again, that is I don't live in those conditions, so I, I can't imagine what drives someone like that. But like if I got like a stern email from Putin that was like back off or else I'd be like, OK, <laughs> you'll never hear from the likes of me again. <laughs> I mean, that these guys, the, true patriots, man. Mm. Yeah. To do that. Yeah. Will it make a difference, though, is the question. Right. I don't know. Navalny says that uh, Putin will go down in history as Putin the poisoner. Sure. That, he's poisoned a number of people. So Right. Putin's going to poop. <laughs> going to do what he does. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Myanmar, mm. uh, I had to mention the yeah. fact that there was a coup. So the army in Myanmar performed a military coup. They took over the country, declared a state of emergency for one year. They also detained... Dozens of civilian leaders, uh, all because the army party candidate didn't win, and they announced it on the military-run television, and uh, where they claimed that the election was a fraud. That sounds a little familiar. Super familiar. And we have no standing to say, hey, you shouldn't do that. I mean, the, Biden's talking about putting sanctions on Myanmar, but yeah, mm -hmm. to say that uh, it's a state of emergency for the next year, like yeah. we know it's not going to calm down for the next year. So we're just going to declare a state of emergency, and now the military has taken over. And oh yeah, by the way, I'm president now. And how is the military a political party? That's what I want to know. Well, That's just yeah, crazy. there is that. <laughs> yeah, the most amusing. The, they have all the tanks. <laughs> yeah, 
the most amusing part about this that I saw was, and I posted it in our Discord channel, is there was a lady doing aerobics and she was live streaming it. And in the background, the coup is happening. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. I mean, it's just, you know, a bunch of vehicles roaring past, but still, (laughs) that's a a weird confluence of things. (laughs) Not yoga, aerobics. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, it does just point out that the one thing that that the the United States does have going for us is the military at no point did we Mm. think that the military was just going to unquestioningly follow Trump in his coup attempt. So I don't know. I think he had thought they were. (laughs) There was a non-zero chance. (laughs) It was unlikely. But yeah, I think we we definitely discussed it. Uh, Meanwhile, over in Poland... Yeah, over in Poland, there was uh, a a huge protest going on there. They put together a near total ban on abortion in Poland. There was almost a total ban on abortion in the country. However, now if there are defects found in the fetus, you cannot get an abortion. So if there's something wrong with your baby, that does not. That mm. It used to be that you could get an abortion. That qualified you to get an abortion. It's no longer the case. Mm. I'm sure mm-hmm. that's going to end well. There's been <laughs> lots of protests about this, so, yeah. Yeah, a lot of protests. Well, it also, I mean, you're, you're forcing people to have babies that have who knows what kind of problems. It could be anything, yeah. Um, health issues and ongoing. I mean, that's just, I don't understand how that could be good for your country to be that in any way. Religion! Yeah. Thanks, yeah. religion. Hmm. Um, we are running late, so I want to hit a couple of the coronavirus things real quick. Out of the Amazon, one of the new variants of the coronavirus. Hey, this doesn't look good. The spike in death rates for this city where it uh, was originally found is basically it's going straight up. Um, the number of deaths in this city just completely skyrocketed. Hmm. So there was 35 the death at home rose from a total of 35 from May through December to 178 so far this month. That was in January. So it's it's easy to uh, transmit and is uh, it appears to be far more deadly. Now, that could be for a few different reasons. Brazilian researchers, that, I mean, so it could be because the, the president has told people that it's a hoax and people aren't wearing masks and people aren't taking it seriously. But uh, it doesn't look good. It looks like a variant that could be uh, pretty dangerous. And it, one of the things is whenever, wherever there is a large spread of, of a disease, it, it increases the chance of variants popping up and being successful. So yes. you know, Brazil, India, United States, these are the places where the uh, – I didn't, South Africa was a bit of a surprise. I didn't think they had that much there. But these are the places where the um, dangerous variants are going to come from. I mean, it's evolution in action. Well, yeah, because if the virus gets to survive and be in a host longer, it has more chance to reproduce. And the more it reproduces, the more chances of a variant coming out that, that you know, works works better against works humans. Works better. <laughs> yeah. Not to make this show go on any longer than it has tonight. Uh, did either of you happen to watch Bill Maher this week? Yeah. We definitely did. Did you see the two scientists he had on? Yeah. yeah. Skeptical. Did you? 
Okay, so I was going to ask how you felt about that part where they were like, we're 90% sure that this thing was created in a lab. Well, yeah. so I have several problems. We'll run down this real quick. I had several problems with things that they were saying. One, they kept saying things like, well, it's surprising that the virus is, doesn't transmit as much when you're out in the open because that's where people, you know, congregate the most. And it, it's, it's what was the other thing? They were talking about the... Uh, the idea that the the virus, the way it Had mutated, they, they were mm. providing, they were giving intent to the mm. virus. Like the virus was reasoning that if it could propagate better here and not there, there's no intent to the virus. The virus just reproduces it its, its cells. That's, that's mm. all it does. There's no intelligence to it. It doesn't think about what it's doing. Yeah. It doesn't, it probably doesn't even know that it's in a human. It just knows I can attach to this cell very well and infect it. That's what you think, but this new virus might have a brain. <laughs> and then they, they talk about the fact that, well, it was more than likely, I think he said 90% likely to have been created in the lab. That, again, applies or it, it, it infers intent. The idea that, well, it was made in a lab, that doesn't mean, even if it did come to exist in a lab, that doesn't mean that somebody purposefully created it in a lab to release it. Mm. The idea that you had viruses in a lab and something mutated into this and then it somehow got out of that lab, that doesn't... Or, or even if you were tinkering with a virus just to see what you could make it do. Right. They didn't release it on purpose. And I'm still skeptical that it came from a lab. I, yeah. Those guys did not... Th those two did not impress me. No. <laughs> All right. No, they were... I wasn't sure if you had heard of them or not because no. I d never heard of them. No, and Bill Maher has, has some questionable ideas about... The, the coronavirus and i think he just found well, he, those two as you know people that agreed with him he drives me fucking nuts when he's like you know the one they're telling the one thing they're not telling you is to eat better yeah. and do exercise and i'm like that doesn't fucking stop you from getting the virus right. <laughs> like okay yeah. would, I, mean, it, I mean it's not a bad idea but shut up Bill. If, yeah. if it were <laughs> if people were healthier and could you know their bodies could defend from the virus a little bit better yes that would be better but it doesn't not the stop only it. solution. Right. <laughs> right. And they're always telling you to do that. Right. <laughs> Just because they're not launching a huge campaign at the moment. <laughs> and clearly you recognize that that's what you're supposed to be doing. So you don't need any more information. Jeez <laughs> Louise. <laughs> well, I mean, I always get upset when he goes on that because I'm like, look, Bill, not everybody has millions of dollars to hire people to cook for us or, get you know, make better options. So really, man, get off your fucking high horse about that. Yeah. And what do you want? Dr. Fauci to go out, okay, make sure you take all your vitamins. Because they're not going to help you at all, but... <laughs> and while we're on the, you know, kind of bitching about Maher a little bit, a train here, <laughs> could somebody tell him, could one of his personal advisors or, or writers or whatever tell him that if he, when he tells a joke that is a dig at somebody and the audience goes, oh, they're not <laughs> booing. They're they're like saying, oh, you're it's a, it's a you know, a low blow it's a or it's a... Yeah, a, a big hit against the person, or maybe you just said something controversial. It doesn't mean you're being booed. I'm so He's sick so of him getting mad that. at the audience when all they did was react to his joke. Yeah. Mm, I'm with him on that. Sometimes they... <laughs> when he goes for somebody, they're like, hey, you've gone too far. Well, except at the and moment... Other, but other... At the moment, all the people in his audience are his writers. They're the people yeah. that wrote the jokes. <laughs> so... No, he's he's a little sensitive about people not uproariously laughing at every joke that he tells. He's turned to a grouchy old man. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> he just needs to, I mean, because when people go, oh, it doesn't mean, people do that at the Chappelle show all the time. He doesn't, it, it's not booing. It's just it's no. people reacting. Anyway, I got one more story. 
Google claims to have removed half a million COVID misinformation videos from YouTube. Wow. Half a million videos. How do you do that? <laughs> Automation. <laughs> Hopefully not one at a time. Mm. Yeah, that's the one thing that uh, when I got this on the uh, Center for Inquiry, the, the guy wrote in here, yeah, that really leads me to wonder how many of them they didn't remove. Mm. Like Jeff said, only 75 million to go. <laughs> well, it's alarming. The, the number of people that I know that I, I ask them, are you going to get the um, the vaccine? And they're like, well, I have asthma, but I think I'm going to wait. What? Why are you waiting? You, go get it. Get in line. What are you doing? I'm staying at home most of the time. It's like, no, go now. <laughs> Damn it, people. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Does anybody have anything else? Nope. Not at all. Yeah, we really, uh, the Profiles in Sedition took up a little bit more time than I expected, so. Mm. All right, well, then that's it for this week. <laughs> Again, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. Jeff, really appreciate all the, the extra effort today. Goes a long way. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you could uh, sign up on Patreon, and that would help support the costs of hosting and uh, website for uh, for putting the podcast out. If you can't do that, you could share the podcast on social media, on Facebook or Twitter, or leave a review on iTunes. Appreciate that. Uh, again, if you want to contact us, Facebook or Twitter, uh, Profane Arg. Also want to say, uh, check out other shows on the Soon To Be Named Network. Soon To Be Named Network is a network of podcasts, kind of like-minded hosts. I don't want to really speak to all of the uh, producers on <laughs> of the shows on the Soon To Be Named Network, but... Uh, podcast for your listening pleasure uh, soon to be named network.com again thanks for listening and until next time i'm ray i'm karen i'm jared this is ian thank you good night and may your god go with you